Hello, beautiful souls and limitless beings. Welcome to the Shamanic Soul Sisters with your host, Maria Jingris and Samantha Shea, where the discussions are multidimensional, courageously imperfect, and dynamically empowered with wisdom, compassion, humor, healing, and love. Now, here are Maria and Samantha. Hello, beautiful human beings. This is Samantha here from Shamanic Soul Sisters for episode 19. Hola, beautiful light beings. Maria here, also from Shamanic Soul Sisters. We are celebrating today a day of freedom. We are we pre-record our podcasts so they air on Friday. So in real time, in the illusion of space and time, it is July 4th. So you can guess that our topic that we will cover today is all about freedom and more or less the energy of freedom and what does freedom actually mean to you? What does it feel like in your body? Um, I know that this holiday, like all of the other holidays of the matrix, has sort of a um, false narrative behind it, but I'm choosing to still use this day as a day to really honor and recognize where I have really freed myself in my own life, right? Because it's all about today, it's all about the spirit of freedom, I feel like. Um, And what does freedom actually mean to me? And I know to me, like a couple other words that kind of feel synonymous to it is sovereignty, um, authenticity, like those energies, when I embody them, I feel free, meaning stepping into like who I really am releasing these programs, these layers of conditioning and trauma that has convinced me for a long time that I knew who I was, but it wasn't until I really started deep diving into myself to realize, oh my God, none of those things are actually me. None of those beliefs are actually mine. So what do I believe? What do I want out of life? How do I see myself without the noise of everybody else's perspectives, right? To me, that's an aspect of of freeing ourselves. Um, I don't know, Sam, what do you, when you hear the word freedom, what does it mean to you? What does it feel like in your body? My throat chakra and my heart like vibrate. It feels like I can do anything, but I have to know that that's possible first. Like I have to know that whoever I want to be or whatever I want to do that day, like it has to be on my terms because I'm not here to please anybody else. But we grow up thinking that we, well, that's what we do. We please everybody else, but we don't know we're doing it, right? Yep. But freedom to me has become this like different language. It's like, it's it's like you said, authenticity. It's expression of self and not given a hoot how someone else takes how I express me. It's like, well, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Part of like the four agreements, right? Don't take it personally. It's being in your authentic self, it's loving your body. It's being like, you know what, everyone else is doing that, but that just doesn't resonate with me anymore. So I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to own that. I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to beat myself up later because I didn't do that thing that everyone else was doing. Um, I really feel like freedom is that the energy of non-judgment. It's because it's so easy for us to judge ourselves, right? It's the easiest thing. (laughs) It's, it's that default it's literally the default program of the human part of our brain. Yeah. Is to judge ourselves. Literally. It's li- like, that's what I'm seeing it come up. Well, yep. That's the default program that you all have. 
And it's because it goes back into the systems. Like yeah. we've talked about this and other, if this is your first time joining in, welcome. welcome. I, suggest, <laughs> I suggest listening to the, all the other, other ones 18 too. Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because the systems that we live in, whether it be governmental, educational, healthcare, um, political, whatever, there's this food systems, right? There's so many systems. Mm-hmm. They all have a piece of judgment behind them. And my light just flickered, which I know yep. a lot of you can't see, but it was like, yes, truth, speak it. Um, <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> yeah. And when you think about it, like as soon as you're, you're, you go into a system like school right away, there's judgment there. It's like you have to do things a certain way. There is not a lot of like freedom of expression. It's like, no, like this is what you have to do. Um, and so from a very young age, we're taught structure, right? Not a bad thing. We, we all need structure. Otherwise, who knows how it would be. But it's, we need more structure of freedom. Like, yes, do, do this, but, but like create how you want to create, right? Like mm-hmm. this is the project today, but allow it to be whatever you want. Instead of like, it has to be in between the lines. It has to be this way. Right. It has to be done this freedom. way. Yeah. That's <laughs> exactly. not freedom. Nope. And um, we were talking about this before we signed on, but religion is one of those main systems that a lot of us have, like in our, even if we didn't grow up in a religious household, it's in our DNA. Like it's in our ancestral energy where we are divided and we're, we're taught that God or creator source, whatever you want to believe in is outside of ourselves. And if that's the case, then we have to act a certain way to be accepted. So there's judgment right there. And that's not, that's not freedom. Freedom is knowing that we are God, right? Like I believe God's in us. I know Maria does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We are all an aspect of source, right? So from that higher source perspective, it's not delegating to us how we're supposed to be showing up in this shit show of a human experience. It's not, it's like, you're literally there to experience what it feels like to be human. There's no right or wrong way to do that, right? This is all, again, from that much higher perspective lens. I'm not saying bad things don't happen here. They absolutely do. But that is because we are so enslaved in our minds. That's We're not free as individuals here until we can recognize that we've been heavily, heavily brainwashed and programmed to be a certain way, right? We'll never find that internal freedom because to me, that's the only place we can actually uh, manifest freedom is inside. Everything to me is an inside job, right? To even to free parts of the collective that are being held captive, that are being abused, right? Because we've talked about this um, and I feel like it's a prevalent thing to kind of bring up today because I know there's a movie coming out today called The Sound of Freedom, and um probably going to go see it later with my husband but it's it's all about how um the child trafficking that's really taking place on this earth plane has really um pretty much run this whole planet for a long long time long time right and um it's more I didn't know there was a movie that's that's pretty sound exciting. of freedom you didn't know wow yeah i don't watch so, TV, so well, no, I don't either. It's all over my my Facebook feed because of the different people that I follow. They are pushing this movie, right? Wow. Created by Angel Productions. So it's not Hollywood. So bada bing, bada boom, people. Mm. This is, I just got the chills. Yeah. This is going to be good. It's going to okay. be good. So here's the whole <laughs> thing of it. 
what is it? What is the intent of it? It's to bring the awareness that this is a very real reality on this earth plane right now Mm. from the higher perspective. I'm also very aware it's not the only narrative. It's not the only reality, but it is a huge part of the reality of what we would refer to as the shadow of of this earth plane, right? The the human trafficking, the child trafficking. And so I think it's a beautiful thing that this movie is coming out because it's going to, quote unquote, wake up a lot of people to this reality. Now, there's a duality to that, that wake up, right? Um, because what I've recognized is that, you know, each thing that we kind of see beyond the veil behind the illusion of the matrix and what we've been taught to believe and think is real. When we start seeing beyond that veil, there is also a lot of our own fear and trauma that comes flooding to the surface. And oftentimes we're not even aware of it. We just feel the emotion of it. We don't know why we are internalizing these things so deeply. But what I've learned, and I think Sam has learned in this journey together with spirit, that spirits always showed us this dark stuff, right? But from a a loving lens, right? And it's to help us recognize what our role is in helping the freedom of this narrative from the earth plane. So to me, I, you know, when people wake up to deceit and the disgust of how deep this runs, this this human trafficking, child trafficking, it can be enough to send people into like a very downward spiral, right? So I'm one of those that I'm all about spreading the awareness and people need to be aware of it. But I also recognize that each of us processes this information differently. So if you are somebody that goes to see this movie, right? I want you to kind of keep in the back of your head because a lot of people, when we wake up to this, we're like, we we want to free the children. But how do we do that? How, how how having this awareness, can I do anything differently? Right. Like how 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 can I help? That's what we all that's what we all go into when we find this stuff out, because it's it's heart wrenching. So it's like, what do we do? What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do now that we know this? For me, I continue to work on healing my inner child that is traumatized, right? Because there is an aspect of these children that are an aspect of me. And I've seen it in other dimensions. I've seen stuff more recently that has been disclosed by spirit about my own adoption, um, the adoption agency. And again, I didn't remember this stuff overnight. These were seedlings that were dropped as I continued to heal and expand my own awareness so I can receive it in a way that it doesn't re-traumatize me. It's like, oh, 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 okay. Okay. So I'm connected to this. Like energetically, I'm connected to this. We all are. We're all connected, right? That's why there's that need to want to then save everyone and everything when we find out what's happening. And so for me, I just feel like my contribution to saving the children in a sense is to really, I have to go back and save my my inner child that was traumatized, right? I also, Sam and I do a lot of energy work and I won't go deep, deep into it, but there's a lot of energy work she and I have done with spirit, with the train systems. That's all I'm going to say because the train systems are very much a part of all of this. And she and I have psychically been brought to a lot there, right? So there's a lot that she and I are doing internally and quote unquote externally to heal these kids, right? So if you are somebody that watches this movie that had never an awareness of how deep this is running in our society, take a step back, send some love and compassion to all of everything's intention, right? So 
we may not be able to physically go open these cages and let these kids out, but there's still so much that we can do on an energetic vibration that these kids can't not be freed from it. If that makes sense. Am I making sense, Sam? (laughs) You're making sense. Yeah. Um, what's the name of the movie again? The sound of freedom. Okay. Oh, like, come on. Well, it, that's just, I mean, the whole, this whole entire thing is interesting because when we're kids, that's when we're the most vulnerable, right? Yep. But yep. we're, cause we're the most connected. Mm-hmm. And um, so they want to dim us quicker, right? So they, they bring us into fear quicker and to think that we need, um, how do I say it? Well, it's like, we have to play these roles in order to be accepted, whether it be in child trafficking or in other ways that systems control people. Yep. And something that was just coming through, like, yes, working on your inner child is so important. And if you don't understand really what that means, it's like kind of closing your eyes, maybe putting your hands on your heart and just being like, what is something within me that I used to do as a kid that I, maybe I no longer do that I loved doing? And then looking at like, why did I stop doing that? Like what, when did that stop? Right. And connect with that energy and not beat yourself up, not judge yourself of like, or most importantly, blame other people on why you stop doing something because all that is doing is adding to this agenda of basically division you're adding yeah you're not yeah, adding to you're, the trafficking no you're you're feeding here's how they are like saying it not to cut you off but it's like you're feeding yeah. the energy of what is creating that that environment to happen right so that's why right. it's a very hard thing to wake up to because initially we feel anger we, we, we want to blame the powers that be that are doing this. Right. And I'm not saying we don't allow ourselves to feel that you have to feel that you have to express that. Of course, we, we feel angry. We feel betrayed, all those things. We have to acknowledge that, but then how do we move beyond that? Right. Because if we play in that energy, we are feeding that energy. We're keeping that narrative alive on this earth plane thousand percent correct that's exactly what I was trying to say but I was like how do I say this (laughs) (laughs) and the other thing like so connecting with your inner child but also to send to envision like a beautiful color I always think of like an emerald green around the situation around um like let's say you are watching that movie and you're starting to get angry imagine wrapping like a beautiful green infinity around the movie screen right because we don't understand the power of our intention when it comes from love because that is freeing. Mm. You sending love to to a situation that pisses you off is actually a form of freedom because you're sending the vibration of of I know it sounds kind of fucked up, but like acceptance. You're like, okay, I'm, I understand that that's yeah, and I understand that's happening, but like I can't physically change it. But what I can do is send love to the situation. I can send forgiveness. And I know forgiveness is a hard concept for people to swallow when it comes to um, something that is so impure that's happening, but it's freeing yourself from that, from that guilt, from that anger, from the lack of awareness that you've been living in because it's been hidden from us on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And we're given all these distractions to just ingrained fear or to be like, oh my God, the submarine. Oh my God, this, oh my God, that. But it's like, it's hiding from what's really happening on a deeper level. So when you connect with your inner child, 
it's not just about the child trafficking that will free you from so many limitations in your life because you're going inward and you can just say real quick and just be like, all right, where does a part of my younger me live in my body and allow, allow that part, that sensation to come forth, whether it be a knowing, a feeling, a visual, like whatever, and put your hand there and just say, I love you. I love you. I love you. That will begin to free your inner child. And that'll vibrate out to all, all the other children who are also stuck in that same energy. Yep. Does that make sense? A thousand percent. Okay. It's because <laughs> you and I have such a deep understanding of energy that, yeah. you know, the, the human condition sort of egoic part of us is always like, we want to go to action, right? It's like, we think mm-hmm. we have to physically do something to change these things that are happening. And I'm not saying there's not aspects of that, that yes, hundred percent, but we are in a game of energy. This is an energy game. Everything that we're seeing on the physical level, there is an energy behind it, right? And for the most part, 3D, 4D is, is thriving off of fear. So that's why I say all the time, my contribution to humanity is facing my fear. It's co- it's constantly choosing to face my fear and move through it. That's my contribution to myself as well as the earth plane because how do we, you know, you hear it all the time. How do we raise it to a higher vibration? Well, like energetically that's a natural process that has to just ne- evolution is actually a natural process. We think we're controlling it, but there, you can't control energy, but you can mm-hmm. you can start to choose what narratives, and I think we talked about this in a more recent part, like we start to choose consciously. We actually become that conscious creator when we become aware of all of the multiple realities. But if we don't have an awareness that all of these things are playing out, we're never really truly conscious, which means we're not free, right? We're free when we start becoming a conscious creator of this earth plane. That's freedom to me. Freedom was leaving my job two years ago that no longer was serving my highest and best. And I didn't feel like I was serving the role as the nurse I was playing to my highest and best because it was not aligned that you talked about before, like, um, you know, you something you were saying about, you know, connecting with that energy of freedom, it's alignment. That's what it is. It's feeling aligned. When I say aligned, I mean, from that heart space, like, you know, choosing what I want to do today, that's freedom. Like not having Mm -hmm. to answer to anybody or follow somebody else's way of doing it or their rules, right? That's another aspect of freedom. So there's so many ways every single day we can tap more and more into that energy of freedom, but it comes with being authentic. You have to be authentic, meaning you have to kind of start knowing who you are. And the way I'm, I'm figuring out who I am is recognizing all these things that I'm not. That's yes. how I remember who I am. It's like all of these other limiting beliefs and characters and roles that society created for me, that's actually not who I am, which then brings me to a deeper level of who I am. Boom. Freedom. Boom. Freedom. <laughs> that's freedom. People. Boom. Freedom. Boom. That's freedom. I don't let the system tell me anymore what dictates freedom. What actually, what is free, right? Because that's, I'm sorry, but that's what today's holiday really kind of is, is it's like we're believing in this this facade that this country is a free country. There's no country on this earth plane that's a free country. They're all run by the same system from Mm -hmm. 
higher, higher level, it's all the same government. And I feel like you even said this recently too, about even just that word govern, like govern to govern means to rule means to be a high, that means there's a hierarchy, which means all of us are looked at as lower on that food chain. Right. So is that really freedom and freedom of speech people? Come on. That's a joke. Like <laughs> ever since the jab and and the pandemic, I mean, I think a lot of people started to recognize that censorship is a very real thing that has always been a very real thing. But until it affects you, you're like, oh, no, we have free of freedom of speech. Really? Mm-hmm. Not really. And thank God for this podcast that we are able to work with a broadcasting company that literally is all about us exercising our expression, right, of truth and self. And so there is no censoring, right? But I also have the awareness that the bigger, quote unquote, Sam and I get with a following, there's always that potential because I've watched it happen to other people. They get censored. Yeah. They get shut down, right? That shows you as a country and as a species, no, we're not free because nobody outside of us can dictate that to us. Nobody can tell us we're free. That's actually quite the opposite. If somebody's telling us we're free, uh, that's them still controlling. Like we have to decide as individuals what feels like freedom. And I'm only sharing with you the little glimpses of, of the energy of freedom that I have felt in my life as I continue to heal, shift, evolve. It's like, whoa, Doing what I want to do today is freedom and not having to explain, not having to explain like what you were talking about before. Like, you know, if we don't want to follow the masses or if we don't want to do what the group is doing, there's this weird part of us that then feels like we have to explain ourselves. No, that's not freedom. I was driving um, maybe six months ago or something and I saw a uh, billboard and it was for Zen business, like the LLC thing that we have. And it said, um, whose dream are you driving to? And I was like, that is the most badass billboard ever because it made me think. Cause I was like, and I was driving past the exit of the hospital. I used to work at. And I was like, oh, I just, I'm driving home because I just left being a practitioner at a place, had a bunch of beautiful readings today. And I'm on a high. I'm like, I'm actually living my own dream right now. I'm no longer in someone else's dream. It doesn't mean that like nursing wasn't our dream at some point. It it was like, it was something we wanted to do until we realized there was a reason why we were made to be nurses first before doing this business because of that compassion, that empathy, but also to see within the system how effing corrupt that system was, right? But to now still shine light on people that are in disease, that right? Like that are still being run by. And there was just huge lightning and thunder. I don't know if you heard the I'm thunder. I'm like, I, I just heard the thunder. I was like, what is that noise? <laughs> the gods are speaking. They're like, freedom rain, baby. Freedom rain. <laughs> Our trees being electrified. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Oh, the universe God. is like, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it was funny. So anyways, so I forget that people can't see us unless they watch us on YouTube. <laughs> But anyways, um, watch it on YouTube too if you want to yeah, see it. We are kind of fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like think about like whose dream are you driving to every day? If your job is like you're no longer in it, that's a sign you're not free, right? So to connect with, go inward and just be like, all right, 
what about this job is not me? What about this job does not allow me to express, does not make me happy? What is it? Because and then you get to look at what you don't like to realize that's not you, right? Like Maria was saying, like, I've learned all of these things that I'm not because I, I was never those. I am, I'm learning who I am. And that's freedom when you can shift. It doesn't mean go out right away, quit your job because you still need a backup, right? But it, that's freeing. Um, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah. But also to put into motion, like if you don't like your job, what is it that you want to do? And then believe that you can do it and ask the universe, like, and, and sound like a woo-woo person, just be like, okay, universe, I heard this on a podcast, but I really want to shift my job. I don't like this job. It's not aligned with me anymore. I'm miserable. I want to feel free. Support me in feeling free. And watch the shifts happen because you're putting that intention out there. The universe, So the, I just when I say the universe, I mean like the creator beings, the loving ones, the divine ones, the higher states of consciousness, they want to support us in being in our authenticity, in our truth, in our love, not in these lower suffering programs of like, this is how it is. I'm a robot, like <laughs> walking dead. It's like, no, yep. this is hell. What we live in is hell. If you want to continue to believe that there's a separation between heaven and hell, it starts within. And it's like, what I'm living in now, going to a job I don't like, being tired, not being able to enjoy my family, not being able to do this, blah, 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 blah. That's hell. What, what, what do you think hell is? Like just like this really big red demon running after you? No. Hell is when you are not happy and you're allowing yourself to just go in the motions and not, not here experiencing life how we're meant to experience, which is heaven. That's It's shifting. It's like, you know what? I'm aware, for instance, of child trafficking, but I'm going to send love to that situation while I'm learning to love myself and experience life for all of those who can't experience it rather than just drive into someone else's dream, right? The other thing that was coming in when you were talking, um, because you were saying about no country is free, right? For some reason, I just kept seeing like uh, Cheetos and Doritos and like all of these foods (laughs) because spirits like America is, since we are on Voice America uh, radio right now, show, whatever, um, America is like one of the least free countries. We like to think that it is. And I'm just going to go there. Um, I'm so glad you are because I had that. It was, and I'm just going to say this little piece because it's like, America is all dressed up and pretty on the outside, right? It's all, it's got a big ribbon around it. So we look like, like we have our shit together. And then we look at all these quote unquote third world countries because they don't have the pretty bow wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're oh, just as we're just as enslaved as those third world countries. In fact, perhaps even more because they're actually yep. aware of their reality. We're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why I I was getting these these images of the food, like the orange foods, mm-hmm. right? Because when we're kids, we're given snacks. We're given all these things that have dyes, chemicals in it to continue to lower our consciousness because our bot like. That's what it's doing. It's lowering our consciousness. And then like Cheerios, heart healthy, like oh, good Lord. juicy juice, juicy juice. My mom used to give me juicy juice and um, because it was supposed to be real juice. It is pure sugar. All everything that we are told that is good for us isn't like Fruit Loops. Dude, guys, come on. Oh, 
Like there's nothing natural in Fruit Loops, right? But we are taught or we are told, we are sold. We are sold. Boom. <laughs> there you go. We are sold the idea that this food is good for us. Oh, here's a healthy snack. Here's some peanut butter with, with I was going to say carrots. That is a good snack though. But peanut butter with apples. As long as and they're real look, carrots. <laughs> yeah. If you look at what's in the peanut butter, not so good for you. And it's just amazing because Spirit was like showing me like a lot of the foods that we have in America are banned in other countries. I know. Just like our, we are, we are quote unquote banned. We might not think we are from other news stations that are in other countries. We are shown what America wants us to see is happening in other countries. Mm -hmm. But I work with people all around the world who are like, that's not happening here. But it's, our news is saying it is. (laughs) We're, We're being sold these ideas that America is safe, that it is, it is the best place to be. Half the people running America aren't even real people. So I mean, like, come on, like, let's just be serious. Let's right? just be real. <laughs> Might as well. Let's be free in our expression, baby. And why oh. do you think, you know, the whole borders, why do you think they wanted the borders open? Oh, because we're such a giving, loving country. No, that's that's also to fulfill the human trafficking. It makes it a lot easier to traffic if our borders are wide the F open. So again, we're sold these narratives just like COVID was a narrative, just like, you know, the six, the the social distancing. Oh my God, I almost just forgot the whole, <laughs> apparently, because that narrative is just like, eh. but like all those things that we were sold for our safety, for our national security, it's a narrative with an agenda to control us. It's got nothing to do with our safety, our security, or our freedom. It's quite literally the opposite. Yeah. And this story is coming in. I had a I had a, a patient who was, I think she had, she had some type of stomach cancer, I think it was, but she was a nurse at a very reputable um, Massachusetts hospital and her health insurance was taken away because she was sick for too long. And I'm like, that is so messed up. So she was, her treatments were being, um, whatever, she wasn't able to get certain treatments because of her health insurance, even though she worked in the healthcare, she was always giving, she got sick probably because of the wear and tear on her body from working in healthcare. But then in the other rooms, we had people from other countries who were getting free healthcare and getting everything. Yet she was in the healthcare and then wasn't able to get treatment. And I'm just like, this is so F. This is backwards. This is not free. Like, and then we're working, 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 giving all of our tax dollars to who knows what. And then mm-hmm. like, it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. And then you can have people come in from other countries and work for free, not have taxes. And it's like, this, do you, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm not, I'm not uh, judging people from other countries coming in. I think we should be able to travel to all countries openly. I think yep. we, there shouldn't be like a passport. like that's right, what, Exactly. <laughs> we should be able to go anywhere we want to be. But that's right there, proof that we're not free because we can't go anywhere. Right. We, we can only go for so long. Like we are not just because we're born in this country doesn't mean it owns us. But you know what a social security number is? <laughs> mm. It means it, it means we're owned. <laughs> we're owned. We're owned. Um, if you guys want to learn more about that, uh, Aaron Apke and Jay Griff have a wonderful podcast on the whole financial system and governmental system. So we won't get into that because that's not our that's not our specialty. Um, <laughs> our specialty is 
limitless, knowing that we can push past our fears and these beliefs that have been sold to us that are not ours. Mm-hmm. But we have to really, we have to understand that they're not ours to begin with, right? Like Correct. that wasn't our truth. Correct. And I love that you brought in limitless again, because, you know, I know when a lot of people first start waking up to all of this awareness, it's like, well, what am I supposed to do about it? Like, what am I supposed to do about it? Right. Like, I can't fix any of that. Like, I can't, everybody on some level says that, right? Well, you can work on you and your life and freeing yourself. Once again, when I go to the energy of things, the more of us that embody that we're limitless, right? So what? why do you think they do this, the powers that be? Because they know we're limitless. So how can you control a whole shitload of limitless gods? You make them believe through psychological warfare that they are limited that they are, that they need something outside of them to survive, to thrive, to live, right? That's why. So that's why the awareness of these things is very important. But yes, can we go out today and fix and change everything that the systems are doing? Absolutely not. But as individuals, we can choose how we play in those systems. Those of us that have left our jobs, that's how we create a new system, right? Like the old is cr- the old system is crumbling. That's why there's so many of us that are awake and aware. It's already crumbling. But we are simultaneously creating a new system of empowerment. That's literally like what Sam and I are doing with branches of vibrational healing. It's like the old health scare system didn't resonate. So now we're going to create one that actually focuses on health care. Huh. Amazing. Because we care. <laughs> wow. What? Because we want your money. What a concept. <laughs> what, yeah. what an actual concept, right? So those are the things that if, the, as you are waking up to these things, like, and you start saying, well, what am I supposed to do about it? Free yourself. Free your mind. Free your mind. And the rest will follow. <laughs> Because it's true. All of our minds have been enslaved. And so that's why we follow the masses because we've all been enslaved with the same programming. So how do you how do you help that? How do we shift that? We have to free our own minds. We have to see where we're still trapping ourselves in certain situations in our life. And I love that you brought up the career thing, because I would say in the last for me. Three to six months. Almost everybody I'm doing readings for, they're coming to me about their job. And it's, yep, it's, it doesn't matter the job. I'm not saying it's all nurses, it's all jobs of all kinds. But yep. what I'm observing in that is that people are waking up because they're recognizing on some level, I'm a slave to a job that I hate. It's like, congratulations. The fact that you're coming <laughs> and, and bringing that as into the reading as an intention is beautiful because that means you are, you're figuring out that you're playing a role that's not aligned with you, right? Maybe it was aligned with your parents' visions. Maybe it was aligned with society's visions, right? But it's not aligned with you. That's why you hate your job. And for the majority of us, we spend a majority of our time in life at our job. So there's a lot of people miserable right now. Because if you think about that, you're spending a majority of your time at your job and you hate your job, well, like, is that free? Do you feel free? Probably not. And I love the little exercise Sam gave you guys because here's what you can ask yourself when you tap in as Sam so eloquently displayed earlier about asking about, you know, your job and stuff, asking to connect with that inner child. 
ask about your passions. What are your passions? Because when I set the intention for people, when I do this reading, spirit has given me a very nice little way to set the intention. And I tap into their heart centered passions that are aligned with a a career path for their highest and best. That's literally how I word it. And I'm brought in all of these like amazing different things that are completely opposite of what they do in their work. Right. (laughs) And that's what I expect to be shown because they're always like, well, that's like not at all what I do. I'm like, exactly. Because you're literally telling me you hate what you do. So why, if I'm setting this intention, why would you think I'd be pulling forward? Like, oh, it's all a lot. It's, it's what you're doing. Of course, it's not what you're doing, but this is helping the individual to connect with what they're passionate about. Cause I'll tell you this, this, this is evident to me of how little we actually know about ourselves. We actually don't know what we want out of life. And we actually don't know what we're passionate about. And I know this because I coach a lot of different people. And when I ask that point blank, I get a very blank stare. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I love this because Maria, um, I don't know if I mentioned this in another podcast, but Maria, I drew her something. It was like her, like a mouth, like it was a throat chakra butterfly thing coming out, right? And I don't know why I was drawing it, but I was like, I feel inspired to draw something. So I'm just gonna. And I just trusted the colors and I was like, I don't know what the hell this is. This is whatever. But to her, it meant something. And I started like drawing and just coloring and just making stuff. And she was like, Oh, have you always been able to do that? Or you asked me something like that. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know you were an artist. Yeah. And I was like, me either. But I just set the intention to like merge with my inner artist. Like I just channel my inner artist. Channel means intentionally connecting. That's what channeling means. That's all it means. Um, And it's moving aside your ego, basically. Yeah. So she all sent her doing. She's like, oh my God, look. And then she made her husband this really cool, um, was it dragon and like a tree or something for his, for for his Christmas. birthday or something? Yeah, Christmas. Yeah. For Christmas. I was like, Shh, was I didn't know I could do this. Yeah. But we have to just move aside ego and be like, all right, I've always wanted to draw. I'm just going to go into my heart space and I'm going to release all judgment. I'm just going to draw, right? That's intentionally going into your heart and just drawing, even if it's scribbles or stick figures. You have to start somewhere. Yep. And that's the thing, like to find out what your passions are, just sit and be like, what, like, as a little child, what's something you just like to do? If it's dance, start off dancing because then all of a sudden some other creativity will want to pop up. Um, But it's being curious about the unknown, being curious about different things. That's how you find your passion. Mm -hmm. Like never did I think I'd be doing readings for people or channeling light language or doing trance energy work. And like, like never did Mm -mm. I think that, right? Mm -mm. And that's what I tell (laughs) every client when they're like, when they tell me like, Yeah, that's not at all what I do. And I'm like, and you think that I thought (laughs) when I went to nursing school, what, 13 years ago that I thought I was going to be doing this? Uh, (laughs) Hell no. no. (laughs) Hell no. Because again, what we think is attached to our egoic conditioned brain that has already kind of set a path in motion based on expectations of society and loved ones and everything else. So yeah, no, I actually, I hope it's not what you think. I hope because if I'm if I'm setting the intention to tap into your heart centered passions, I already know you're not living them because I can read the energy that's coming into the session. So I better be pulling something that you're not aware of. (laughs) 
or I'm Literally. not, I'm not really tapping into what's for your highest and best. I'm tapping into what's going to keep you comfortable. Right. And being comfortable, comfortable to the ego is actually not freedom because it's, again, it's this false sense of comfort. Just like I say, it's the false sense of security jobs, jobs are, are, and I'm, I guess I'm going there. Um, and I feel like Sam, you, you lived this experience, but it's like, people are very afraid to leave their job because it's financially stable. Mm-hmm. Well, when you know what you know about the system, the system is not financially stable whatsoever. The system could crash tomorrow and everybody that thinks that they have a safe job, it could be gone in an instant. It, 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 so you have a false sense of security with your job. But if you really read the fine print of like when we get hired, most of us are employees at will. They can drop us like that. A dime. Mm-hmm. And if the jab didn't wake that up to a lot of people, I, I don't know what else is, but it's like, there's such a fear of stepping out of what you know, even though you know you hate it, but it's like, that's not freedom. That's enslaving yourself in, in this false sense of security when you can look at it and say, you know what? I don't even know if I'd have a job tomorrow because I'm depending on a system that's lying to me, right? Mm-hmm. So it's when you start to realize that it's like, am I really free? And am I really safe in this job? No, I'm, I'm really not. It's a false sense of security that I've chosen as a belief. So it's like, oh yeah, I have, a, I have a job. I have a steady income. Anybody can lose their, and I've been laid off in the past when I still worked for the system by a company that was very, very um, financially stable. I was laid off. A whole bunch of us were. Uh, that was kind of a, a eye-opening. Had nothing yeah. to do with not being a good worker. You know, it's it's business. It's business. And, yeah. and America is a big business. It's a corporation. That's why our social security numbers are literally, it's an ownership of us, of our avatar. But Correct. nobody can own your soul, people. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> own your soul, people. No one I feel like we were just <laughs> we're going into like a rap video there. Own your soul, freedom. Um, yes, I did. I did walk that. I did live that. Um, and it wasn't until like before, since I didn't get the job and getting fired, because you're you're guaranteed like, oh, you're a nurse, you'll always have a job, like no matter what. It's like, well, that was. That was a, a lie. lie. <laughs> so, and it wasn't because I wasn't a good nurse either. So it was because I believed in something. I believed in me. I believed in my health, right? I didn't believe in this narrative of, which was the opposite of like our bodies and health. But anyways, <laughs> I've mentioned that many times in the other podcast. So you can go back and especially podcast one, you can listen to that <laughs> one. Um, so with the energy of freedom, it's not just the jobs, jobs is it's a big thing right Mm -hmm. but it's also like safety in your body safety to express and when I say express it's not just speaking it's being it's having fun it's playing it's really just it's experiencing life and the other day I went to the beach with my dad um he just comes in every podcast doesn't he so (laughs) daddy oh I was swimming in the water and first I love the beach but I always have this um fear if I'm out in the water too far and it's not like sharks or something coming to get me. I don't know what the fear is, but something comes into my body and I'm like, who I could be on a boat. I could be on a jet ski. I could be snorkeling with a group out in the middle of the ocean and be fine. But me 
just, I know that I've had some past life trauma there. Let's just say that. So the other day I was like, oh, I was just floating. I was loving it. I realized I was out a little too far, whatever. And then my dad came in the water. My fingertips started to get cold. Well, I've learned through this inner child work that my fingertips, the raynoids diagnosis, um, with my fingertips and my toes, it was really the reason why my fingers got cold and painful wasn't because of the temperature, right? Even though it's a diagnosis of cold weather, um, it can happen when it's warm out. It was happening to me because I had pushed down so much of having fun with people that are supposed to be safe with and are loving that I stopped having fun with those people. Like it actually brought me into a fear and I didn't know it was very subconscious. So in the water the other day, my fingertips started to get cold and I was having a great freaking time. I was like, wow, I'm pushing past my fear, floating out here by myself. I can't touch the ground. I'm having a good time. I'm literally like singing earth, my body, water, my blood. I was like jamming with the water. And when my fingertips got cold, I realized my dad was there and I was like, oh, my body, something in me doesn't feel safe. So I don't feel free. I'm no longer feeling free to play. So I was like, body, younger me, I'm okay. We're okay. We're safe. We're having fun. We're having fun. Remember? Then I'm like splashing through my water and I'm like, you know, we're safe. Nothing's going to happen to us. All of a sudden the heat went right back into my fingertips and I was back to floating. I was like, wow. That was fast. <sighs> that was fast. But it was because I recognized, yep. hey, my fingertips are getting cold while I'm having fun. Oh, a part of me still fears having fun because that. Something about that doesn't feel free, right? Like it doesn't feel like basically safe. Right. And it also goes into speaking up. And I had a client, I was telling Maria, and I got her permission, my client's permission to share this story. Um, so she's been working a lot with me in coaching on a plethora of things, but most importantly, like the worthiness to speak up, the worthiness to know that it's okay to be quote unquote selfish as in do things for herself. And not because other people want her to do them. So yesterday she was having these like epiphanies where she was in um, like this workshop or whatever, where she, there was the, these rewards happening and people just didn't agree with their not getting the reward or whatever it was. And she began to take it personally. And then she was listening to our podcast <laughs> about like, don't take it personally, but she paused and she realized, wait, it is not selfish to say to them, hey, here were the rules. This is what happened. And like it, she realized she didn't have to take in their anger. She no longer had to change the quote unquote narrative to fit everybody else because she was like, wait, this has nothing to do with me. They didn't speak up for themselves. So they're mad at me. But it, and she was like, but they're not mad at me. So why should I get mad at me? <laughs> and like there was this whole like she was like, I felt and I was like, how did that feel? She's like, free. I felt free. And I was like, I'm putting you in our freedom podcast. She's like, please do. That's so exciting. But she had all these epiphanies of like, oh my God, I've realized that when I speak up for myself, it's not coming from a wounding place anymore. It's like, and it never, it, it was like, I can just do it. And it feels, it feels good. And I'm like, let's celebrate. Woohoo. Like that's mm -hmm. what, that's what celebration is. When you step outside your comfort zone, Comfort is like living in that, like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Right. Yep. Um, 
when you take those curious, imperfect actions, that takes a lot of strength and vulnerability. And that shit needs to be celebrated because that brings more freedom when you Amen. celebrate, right? Mm-hmm. Amen. Which, Amen. God. Amen. It's funny. You said that. Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> it's true because I feel like I, I love that story. I feel like freedom, like everything, it's it's subjective to the individual. What what may feel free to me may not be freeing for somebody else. That's why, again, really connecting with your deep, deepest part of who you are, you you will put the label on what feels free and not to you, right? Like you will you will get to determine that instead of having a system that tells you today's freedom day, like really? No, I choose to celebrate my freedom every day. There's little aspects of freedom that I kind of step into every day. Same as Sam's client, like recognizing that I have a voice, which I've said plethora of times, but this podcast is freeing. It's literally freeing. Even if one person listens to this episode, quite honestly, that's how I feel. Like if one person listened to it, I I don't care in the sense of like, I know it's going to reach whoever is it's meant to reach, right? It's actually, Mm -hmm. there's an aspect, yes, I'm doing it to spread awareness, but more or less, it's like, it's freeing my voice in a way that I never in a thousand years would have expected to do in this lifetime share it in this way, this vul- this vulnerable, authentic, like putting myself out there, knowing when you put yourself out there, you're putting yourself out there for just as much um, criticism as praise, right? Because not everybody's going to love what I have to say. And some people are, but it's no longer my intention behind doing it is not attached to how people receive it. It's really not because I have stepped into a layer of freedom of acknowledging that my voice, my energy, my story is medicine. And it's medicine for those that want to take it as medicine, but it's medicine for I'm releasing energy. I'm speaking from heart, from truth, right? Not to control people, not to get you to believe everything I say. Anything that I say in these podcasts, I highly encourage you to go do your own external research and then your own internal discernment of it, right? Just because I'm saying it, I'm not trying to, you know, beat it into people. I'm just trying to show people how how we've been taught that we have free will here, right? And we do have free will, a thousand percent. But we've not really been exercising the free will when if you think about it, if you're brainwashed and conditioned and programmed to think a certain way, are you really acting off of free will? No, you're acting Mm -hmm. off of a program. To me, I exercise more free will now than ever because I'm recognizing all of the choices that I made in the past that were never really rooted in alignment with me, right? So was it really free will? No, it was following the paradigm. It was following the narrative. It was following the energy of the agenda that had been programmed into me. So free will is really about being a very conscious human, conscious of the limitless potentials that exist, the limitless possibilities and opportunities, and then consciously choosing which ones I want to co-create with and play with. That's that's exercising our free will, right? But we think, oh, free will, free will. Yeah, we, yeah, we do have it a hundred percent, but not when we're still in that robotic kind of walking dead, you know, analogy that say, we're not, we're not free. 
in that way. We're we're enslaved and our, our, our brain is literally enslaved. Like that's how I see it. When I do healings on people, I can get a pretty good, um, a pretty good gauge on where they're at in their own kind of breaking free from mental enslavement. Cause that's how I'm like shown their brain. That's how spirit will show me. It's like, I see a cage and like, I can see all of the, what we would say their internal demons, like literally like gripping the bars of the cage. And it's like, yeah, our, that's why they use psychological warfare to control us because our minds are what create the reality. I remember when I really first started taking classes and learning about like energy and that our, our beliefs, you know, we talked about, I think even the last episode that our beliefs are what create our reality. So if somebody's dictating what you believe, are you creating your reality? No, mm-hmm. you're not. No. And the fact that you just said psychological warfare, it made me um, remember when uh, it was probably like, I don't know when it was, maybe like six months ago again or something. But Maria and I were on Zoom together and the at my fiance's house, the uh, alarm went off. I think the carbon dioxide thing went off. Remember that? So we're going to share something with you guys. So um, this is fun. <laughs> but Isn't this is though? the stuff that Maria and I do. This is like our, our normal life. Yeah. <laughs> this is our so norm. We, we, we were just talking. I think it was after like one of our meditations or whatever. And the carbon dioxide alarm started going off and it was, it was weird. It was like, but it was so loud that I, I was like frozen in my body. Mm -hmm. And I remember crouching up in like a fetal position on the couch, scared. And I was like, it was like black. I couldn't see anything, but I could, it was like, it was scary as shit. And I was put, I felt like I was in a box and I was somewhere else. I wasn't in, I wasn't in the Cape house. I wasn't in the safe little living room, even though my physical body was, I was the, the alarm of the carbon dioxide triggered psychological warfare. Okay. Mm-hmm. Me into another life, but Maria was there and she was like singing to me or something. Um, and she can tell you her, her part. Cause it was like intense. Cause I just thought I was crazy. Cause I was like frozen. I couldn't talk, but I was scared. I was so scared. And Kevin's going around staging, holding space, like clearings, because he had no idea what was happening. But he could see Maria and Maria on Zoom, like looking at each other. And um, so it was basically we were in, um, what are those things called? Incinerary? In like. Yeah, we were in like, yeah, like a, basically like a metal box, like in a concentration yeah. camp kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. And we were about to be burned or being burned or whatever. And Maria was like calming me because she was like breathing for me through the Zoom when I was not able to. Like it was scary as shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wild. It was yeah. wild. I um, It's like we because Sam and I are so telepathically connected. It was like as soon as I watched her whole body respond to the alarm going off. Like I immediately saw the whole shift happen. Right. So then I was like, okay, she just needs me to hold space right now. So I like closed my eyes and I'm breathing and like, I'm being brought to where she's brought like literally. And I could see us as kids. And this goes into kind of what I was even saying before about how, like, this is part of our contribution to freeing the children that are still enslaved like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It was us as kids and we were being, yeah, like gassed and like, 
And I just remember like, it's like I was holding her. I was sitting like in the corner of this metal thing with her and I was holding her and I was just like singing to her. I thought I was doing it out loud, could have sworn I was. Kevin, who again <laughs> was present for this whole debacle, poor, poor guys, like what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> but he, he, he held it. He held that space like a champ, like saging and just like, I'm just going to let them do whatever they need to do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And He's like, no, you, you weren't doing anything out loud. I'm like, I wasn't. I could I could hear you singing. Born. Yes. Yeah. And that's what it was. She could hear me. And he was like, no, you, you never once said anything out loud. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> so it was just, and I don't, yeah, this was proud. This was months ago now that this happened. And we've since had similar experiences and trapped in other things. So there's an aspect of it that's usually coming forward to metaphorically show us where we're kind of still enslaved in our life. Right. But uh, on another level, there is another dimension us that's experiencing that reality. Hence why we're feeling the energy of it here. Right. So it's like, how do we face this without fear? How do we face that's, that's literally always the answer It's how do we face this super scary circumstance that is literally fear consciousness in every way, shape and form how do how do we how do we navigate this? And it goes back to what Sam was saying, kind of at the beginning, with love, with compassion, and with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard to do. Like I think we may have shared it in another podcast where we had another similar experience where it was what this reality would refer to as an exorcism. I don't really feel like that's what it was, but for lack of better terms and understanding of people, it was what would be gauged as an exorcism, right? But it was like Sam and I were connecting with these super scary fear consciousnesses. That's all it is. Energy that's mm-hmm. fear. And initially, the the fear in us wants to, what does it want to do? It wants to banish it out. It wants to, it wants to attack it, right? It goes into the fight or flight. It either wants to attack it with the same energy or run from it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's af- afraid of the fear. And what did we do? Like the badass warriors that we are, (laughs) we invited the energy in with love and we literally watched it shrink from this big, scary, demonic kind of looking shadowy figure into a little tiny plant. And then the female that looked like this scary demonic witch morphed into her little inner child that was traumatized, that created this, this adult version of her that did bad things because it was, it had allowed fear to take it over, right? So that's why I say, how do you how do you find freedom? Freedom's actually found within our fear. That's that's the wild Correct. part of this. Freedom is found within the fear. And when I say that, I mean really acknowledging the fear, facing the fear, and allowing ourselves to take those courageous, imperfect actions, as Sam says, and stepping into those uncomfortable zones because. I mean, let's face it. When we say we're staying in a comfort zone, are we really comfortable? No, most of us are suffering in that comfort zone. It's insane. It's like, holy shit. Like you've acknowledged that you are suffering in this comfort zone, but yet you still won't take a step into into the unknown, uncomfortable zone. How much worse could it be, right? Yeah. And um, since we started off about kids, we just talked about our like going into us in a concentration camp thing. Um, when I went to Disney, mm-hmm. when I put my finger on that, like fingerprint thing to get in, mm-hmm. I felt all of these energies move through me and immediately like felt nauseous, sick. I was seeing all of this trauma 
And I was like, holy shit. And I grabbed a crystal in my pocket. I rubbed it. And I was like physically ill, like bent over, like, oh my God. And I was like, I am safe. I send love to all of which just either came through me or that I connected with through my fingerprint. Cause there was a reason why I was there at that time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I just send love to all of it. I send forgiveness. I send love to all of it. Allow it to move through my body. Don't stay in me, but move through my body. Cause I am a compassionate being move through me. And as soon as I did that, like I was like trembling, I was making some noises, Kevin, once again, holding space for me, uh, right in the middle of Disney world, everyone's staring at me and I'm crying. I'm like convulsing crying, but it was, I was allowing the trauma of whatever to move through me. And that is a way of playing your part. I could have easily frozen and been like, get me the hell out of here, which Mm -hmm. I wanted to do. But instead I was like, wait, this is happening for a reason. I'm going to be curious. This is interesting. What's this, right? I'm going to go into my heart and breathe. And I'm going to ask the universe to support me in releasing this, whatever this trauma is that my body is being stimulated by, I'm asking it to be released. Mm-hmm. Right then we take our power back. Right there we get freedom. Oh. Also, mm-hmm. we're sending the freedom out, right? And we're no longer giving, we're, we're not stuck in the body and scared, right? We're like, hold on, pausing and breathing. Like my client did when she was about to judge herself. She's like, wait, I'm going to pause and breathe and see if I need to react here. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. So like, a lot of people when we have anxiety attacks and panic attacks out of nowhere, it's not out of nowhere. It's something, some stimuli came into our nervous system that said, hey, we're not safe. And so rather than like judging it, because it's very easy to do that, it's like, hold on, breathe and be like, I allow myself to see whatever is making me unsafe. I allow myself to bring feel. forth whatever it is, mm-hmm. feel it, right? Once you allow yourself to feel it, it passes. And the That's- more you do it, it passes yep. faster right? Where it's not even like you have to think about it. It's like, hold on. (sighs) Because with that Disney thing, it's happened many times going through like the haunted houses shit was coming through me too. But I knew that it was okay because I allowed the first time with Maria with that, um, us being in the other life. So it was like, I know that my body is this magician, right? That's why we have this physical vessel. It's medicine. And so it doesn't matter if you have a cold or whatever, your body is medicine. So you can, you connect with your higher self, you connect with your love and you can heal your body. But first you have to feel safe. So it's like telling yourself I'm safe or I'm okay. Breathing, connecting mm-hmm. back to your breath because breath is our freedom. Breath is freedom. Mm-hmm. Literally. It is. <laughs> it is. And I love, you know, how do you, so some people are like, how do you feel safe? Well, it's kind of like what I said before about how do you know who you are? You first have to feel what it feels like to feel unsafe in your body. That's why we say you do have to feel all of these things. That is literally how you heal. There's no other way around it other than to feel all of these uncomfortable things that most of us don't want to feel. That's why we live in a society that has every gadget, every drug, everything to numb us out, to numb our nervous system so we don't feel. But the irony of it is, is that it is this body, this this vehicle that allows us to feel energy. And then we're here in it and it's like, oh my God, it's too much, it's too much, it's too much, right? And when you were just talking about the Disney thing, of course, being shown the trains again, and spirits basically saying like, this is why 
you guys are able in a sense to feel it for the collective sometimes because you've allowed yourself to feel your own similar traumas. You've allowed yourself to go there many times, right? So when we're brought psychically to these situations, I I had a very, very dark Disney download months ago that really, it was dark. And since then, I've had these train incidences with Sam and it's like, why do you think part of what you are doing is what you're doing? It's because you can allow yourself to feel it, but release it. That's the biggest thing is that we've come to a point in our journey where we can allow ourselves to feel the dichotomy of this, this human experience. We've allowed ourselves to feel the purest joy to the darkest, to the darkest pain, right? Because we know that in feeling it, that is the only way to release these energies. So it's just interesting when you're talking, they're like, yeah, why do you think you knew this is part of my contribution? Like I have to just let myself feel it. I have to not be afraid to feel. We're so afraid to feel. That's the, we're so afraid to feel because why it hurts. But guess what? That fear of it is trapping the energy and it's actually magnifying that which we don't want to feel. And I teach this so many different ways with my coaching clients. It's like, yeah, you have, you have to feel it. You have to feel it until like you, the human have reached the point where you almost can't feel it anymore. I know this from my own experience. It's like, I've had to feel things to a depth that I never, and I've always been a sensitive being always, but I have felt stuff in these last five years that I, whoa, but it's a gift because it's like, that's how I can relate to other people. How can I relate to other people and how they're feeling if I'm not allowing myself to feel my feels, right? You can't, you can't meet people at that same level. So yeah, today is all about freedom. People every day should be about freedom. Don't let just July 4th be dictated to you as the one day of independence. And this is one thing I'm going to say before I close, because it's, they're reminding me of this little download they showed me yesterday. Look at the word independence, right? I'm all about um, breaking capital, them up. <laughs> capitalizing and breaking words up. But when you break it up, right? When I type out the word independence, I would always type, I would capitalize the I-N because I'm all about everything being an inside job. So freedom, independence, right? Means actually just depending on yourself. Like that's literally what it means. But quite literally, we've been taught to depend on everything outside of us. Hence why when we wake up to the to the facade and the deceit, it's so it's earth shattering. It's dis- disheartening, right? Because it's like, oh my God, everything I believed in, right? Because we never believed in ourselves. So what's independence? It means depending on, trusting, believing in oneself. So happy Independence Day, people. I love it. And I'm going to end with this just to another interesting thing, um, showing compassion to your fears, right? You have to face your fears. I had this dream and I won't tell the whole thing, but I saw Ted Bundy in it and he had all these alligators around and he was trying to get me. I stood on top of these like tires in my dream and I looked at him and I said, I love you. I love you. I love you. Because that's what I've done to myself when I begin to beat myself up or I have pain in my body. Um, Or when I feel like the world's crumbling, I'll say to myself, I love you. Like, I love me. So I said it to him and he shrunk down to this little tiny little boy. And that was innocent. Like, it was just this little boy. And I was like, oh. And all the alligators started, like, playing with me. And I was like, see? Because I showed them all love rather than fear. But I was, not. I was pretty scared in my dream because I was like, who is this? Why is this coming in? 
because of all the other things that led up in the dream. But I had to see that he was just as scared as I was in the dream. And we've said this in the other podcast, but all fear really wants is love. So when we can show our fears love, we can become freer in our physical body, in our expression. We can have our soul tribe. We can have our dream jobs, quote unquote jobs, because it shouldn't be a job. It should just be effortless. It should just be like, cool. Mm-hmm. But we mm-hmm. have to get real with our fears. We have to sit with ourselves like this. This really hurts right now. Okay, I'm loving it. I'm gonna allow. I'm allowing myself to allow this hurt. Right. And once you do that, you're freeing parts of you that have just always wanted to be loved and expressed and live. So, freedom is living. It's experiencing life. That's what it is. So, I hope, I hope you experience and so something. It is. <laughs> Hope you experienced something it. today. <laughs> I love it. I'm the energy of this the podcast today. Yeah, it feels just very ah, like freeing. Freeing. It's just like, yeah, yeah I feel empowered to go seize the day. So we yeah. love you. We will um see you oh, all on the other the side. other side. But I also uh will put the link, but in our YouTube I made a freedom light language activation. So you can listen to it to support you guys too, which is just love the language it. of love. Love it. So. Love you. And I did. I might as well just throw this in there too. It's a year old now because I think I made it last July 4th. Um, but there's a meditation on there called the freedom oh, yeah. within. The freedom within. Because yes. we'll I knew a link. year ago too. It's like, oh no, freedom is an inside job. It's all an inside job, right? Mm-hmm. So Independence Day is all about you freeing, free your minds and the rest will follow. Okay, we're really done. Be now. your soul. Love ya. Okay, love ya. <laughs> Bye. We appreciate you so much for listening to today's episode of Shamanic Soul Sistars. We hope you continue to tune in weekly. We trust that you received what was most needed for your highest and best with today's episode. Remember, you are limitless and to pause each day to take a couple of moments for you. You are worthy and wonderful just the way you are. Thank you again and see you on the other side.